Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. Imam al-Nawawi's Riyadu al-Saliheen is an immensely blessed hadith collection that has been cherished by Muslims for over seven centuries. In this series, Sheikh Yahya Rodas gives brief commentary on each of the hadiths in this collection, helping us to follow the sunnah of our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. بكسرسينه رحمه البخاري وفي رواية له كنت خلفت في البيت تبرم من الصدقة فكرهت أن أبيته. So this is narrated by Uqba ibn al-Harith and he says that I prayed Salat al-Asr in Medina al-Murawara behind the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam and on this particular occasion he sent his salams and then he stood up very quickly فَتَخَطَّ رِكَابَ النَّاسِ He that walked between people to one of the, the dwellings of one of his wives. People were alarmed at how quickly he got up. He, he got up. How quickly he got up. And then when he came back, is that he saw that <coughs> the companions were alarmed at how quickly he was moving. And then he explained what had happened. He said that I remembered that I had some gold that in my home and um, that I did not want it to distract me from the worship of Allah. Literally, and yahabisati, to that restrict me or to that. So I ordered that it be given away in charity. And then another narration with a slightly different wording. I left behind some gold, that some pieces of gold uh, at home, and I did not want to spend the night with them in my possession. So this hadith is still in the chapter on the bab, al-mubadara ila al-khayrat, and the chapter on hastening to do good. And that in this blessed hadith of our Prophet ﷺ, as is the case with all of his words, there are so many different meanings. And so we know that the companions, you could just imagine what this would have been like, that praying behind the Prophet ﷺ consistently, day after day, the various prayers in Medina and Munawara, and how transformative it was for the companions. And one of the things that one of our teachers said recently, is that <clears throat> one of the wisdoms of why our Prophet ﷺ taught us to do things consistently is because when you do any form of worship consistently, you start to find intimacy in that form of worship. So we were just reciting the word to Latif. It's not easy to get into a routine where you're doing it 
every single day. But once you start doing it day in and day out, day in and day out, and you force yourself to get accustomed to it, then it starts to have a sweetness and you start to find intimacy in it. And it's better to do a small amount of things consistently and find intimacy in them than to do a lot for a short period of time and then stop. But here this hadith is about that hastening to do good. And so the Prophet prayed and normally he would remain <coughs> in his place of prayer, sallallahu in a state of dhikr and remembrance of Allah. On this occasion, when he prayed Salat al-Asr, he sent his salams. Then he stood up quickly. And he just walked through the people. People were sitting there and he just walked through them. And he was going to that one of his dwellings, sallallahu we know is that his hujr, which is a plural of hujra, and a hujra can be translated in different ways, but it's essentially that his dwellings where he lived, sallallahu and it was that they were attached to the blessed masjid of the Prophet. So people were alarmed, like, what just happened? The Prophet stood up quickly. <coughs> they know he would only do something purposefully. And so this was not the customary way that he used to walk. Customarily, that he He used to walk very tranquilly. And it was one of his miracles is that he the earth would fold up for him. And so he would be at a normal gate and the Sahaba would have to hurry to keep up with him. And he would put the ball of his foot before his heel. Normally when we walk, we walk differently. That our heel hits and then the ball follows. But he would do the opposite. The ball of his foot would strike the ground before his heel. And that he would walk with in a dignified fashion and with tranquility and serenity. So they were worried something was going to happen. So he returns, and then he sees the companions were worried. And then the Prophet clarified. And he said that, I remember that I had some tibr. Tibr are essentially like gold nuggets, pieces of gold. <coughs> and then <coughs> he went on to explain that, فَكَرِحْدُ أَنْ يَحْبِسَنِي And this is why he accurately translates that here, is that, and I did not want them to distract me from the worship of Allah. This is how they explain what this means. And that I didn't want it to to prevent me from being in a state of worship. And others understood from the words of the Prophet here, is that delaying charity leads to someone having a prolonged standing on the Day of Judgment. So actually on the Day of Judgment, Charity that you could have given out, depending upon someone's station, of course. And our Prophet had the highest of all stations. And he was the master of all stations, is that all of his wealth that he would give out every single day. He wouldn't go to sleep at night with anything. He would give everything away. Anything extra, he would give it away. <coughs> the only exception would be there, is that what he would leave <coughs> with, his, with his family members... <clears throat> for them, teaching the Ummah that it's an obligation for you to take care of family, 
but in of his own self, anything that was solely his, he would give it away. Anything extra, he would give it away, which is, of course, the highest degree. <coughs> and so in the other narration, is that I disliked to that enter into the night and not having that given that wealth out. And um, which indicates here this again after Salat al-Asr. So this is when the Masa starts, but then as the sun sets, you start getting into the time of Mabit, which is to spend the night. And so the Prophet ﷺ gave it away. And then we have this detail at the end, that fa'amara biqismata. And so the Prophet ﷺ commanded that it be distributed, which is also, again, the ulama, when they look at these narrations, they pull out many different benefits, as that it shows the permissibility of commissioning someone to do something on your behalf, in this case for charity. So you can give it out yourself or you can that advise someone or commission someone to say, give this out on my behalf. And you might specify that person, you might not specify that person. And this is where you start having the legal rulings of the sacred law that deal with this particular issue. But this is how our Prophet was, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and one of the many examples of how he used to that hasten to good and no one used to hasten to good, like him, sallallahu sallam. And <clears throat> the verses that Imam now he mentions in the beginning, no one did this like our Prophet, but this is how it is that you and I want to be. We want to hasten to good. And the wisdom behind that is, is that all thoughts of khair, of good, come from angels. And when that angelic thought first comes to the heart, there's a window usually for you to put into practice. If you hasten to that, do that good and to act upon that thought, it will be a means for you to have more angelic thoughts. But then to the degree that you take time or even postpone putting that thought into practice, the thought gets harder and harder to put into practice. And this opens up the door for the opposite of hasting to good, which is that um, delaying the doing of good and um, that what is known as tasweef and procrastination. May Allah ta'ala bless us to be firm elect of those who hasten to do good and follow in the footsteps of our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa benefit us through his words. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa Muhammad wa alayhi wa Thank you for listening to one of Al-Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al-Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full-time, part-time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.